Welcome back to the Prometheus Podcast. I'm today joined with Luke, Ali, and myself, Henry. How are you boys doing? Yeah, doing all right. Feeling a lot better than last week, that's for sure. Just finally um, recovered. I got still a bit of a, um, a bit of, like a bit of a cough. Not not really though. It's more just sometimes I try to get a few sentences out, and then all of a sudden I feel myself short of breath. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, feel, feeling much better. So yeah, I'm wrapped to get this uh, episode sorted. You, you say you feel much better, but you sent me a Snapchat at 4 a.m. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know as well. I feel like I got like a snap at like three, like this morning. Or, yeah, that's when I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't sick. That's, come on, that's just a bit of a routine. It's like before the sun comes up. How about yourself, Harley? Yeah, um, second last week of uni, so counting down, but almost there, almost to freedom. Almost, <laughs> you like just taste that freedom. Yeah, I mean freedom because I've still got another semester, but yeah, freedom, man. freedom in the short term. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, so I thought for today's topic, we could talk about something that probably is super underrated and something that most people don't talk about mm-hmm. and to me that is gratitude so i think that we we live especially in the western society we're fortunate to be surrounded by you know relative abundance you know mm. even the worst of us in in australia are still doing it pretty well you know yeah. um and i think and especially when you spending as much time in the city as I do, when you're surrounded mm-hmm. by people, you kind of become, you just feel like people are in your way, you know? <laughs> you, know you, don't, you don't see them as human beings anymore. <laughs> you're just like, oh, I need to get on the tram, like get out of my way. There's a hundred students here, I'm just trying to get on with my day. Or, I don't know, it's just, we live in such a culture of outrage and just being you know, pissed off all the time, being sad, being angry over stuff that, is in the, at the end of the day probably pretty pretty marginal. It's probably not something that's really worth um, mm. you know spilling tears over. But I think that since we are so comfortable and we do have so much, we do just tend to get caught up in in the emotions of things. When in reality, if we, we took a minute to kind of stand back and be like, "Wow, you know, we have so much. Life is actually pretty good, even if you're not at where you want to be in life." Just mm-hmm being appreciative of what we have right now. And I wanted to, yeah, I might throw it to you first, Andrew. Yeah. What, what in your mind does gratitude entail and how do you practice your own form of gratitude on, on a day-to-day basis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's a really good topic, gratitude. Um, for me personally, it's, I think I'm just thankful to just be alive every single day to kind of have a roof over my head. It's just a little, I, I feel like I should be gratitude well, for me, gratitude is just like all the small things in life and the big things in life, obviously. But I really appreciate all the small little things in life. Like, um, if someone's just like, oh, hey, how's your day? I'd be like, yeah, it's been good. How's your day? And I'd like keep a conversation going. Oh, it's like, at the end of the conversation, I'd be like, have a good day. It's just middle, little things like that is the way I like to show gratitude. It's like, try and brighten up someone's day. Um, but it's, yeah, for me personally, I think one thing that I find that I do really, really often is every time I wake up, I'm like, yeah, like I'm so happy that like I've got a roof over my head. I can actually live like the way that I want to live. And just like being able to be appreciative of just like having food, having clean access mm. to water, mm. just all these little things to me is just a blessing really. Yeah, it's mind blowing. And that's the whole, 
uh, first world and you, you were just saying it like in Western society so a lot of us and I don't know maybe it's just a bit of human nature but it's always first world problems it's uh, yeah I'm late for work or traffic this like you were saying with the tra train uh, example and a lot of people find all the little things to complain about but like what you're saying Hendry it's, there's actually yeah, quite a, a different perspective when you're appreciating the little things not just yeah, complaining about every type, type of little topic because even just I don't know, I don't know the exact science um, you might know it Ali but even just being alive the uh, the kind of lottery of being alive it's, mm. it's crazy it's hundreds and hundreds of like trillion odds no, to, to I one. know Gary Vee says it's 300 trillion to one yeah yeah, yeah. well that's it and, and that's again you think about it that's that's not just your life and that's not just you coming to existence that's your parents life their parents your great grandparents mm. that's you surviving well, your generation surviving the wars, mm. the plagues, just everything. So even just that in general is what I think is enough to put, just to just like shrink your ego down really and put you in the place and go, wow, just even being alive. Not even just taking out the first world part, even mm. just like being alive is that's something to be yeah, grateful for. Mm. And the fact, of course, then if you are living in a place like Australia, it's obviously just stacks up and you go, well, no matter how bad it is, like you're saying, the, you could take the worst of the worst. It's not that bad in comparison. So yeah. It's enough to be grateful for. And, and how how would you boys consider? How, what's the best way to achieve that balance? Because of course, gratitude doesn't mean complacency. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong because they think, well, I don't want to get caught up in yeah being grateful for the things I have because I'm hungry for more mm. and I want to always be growing and yeah. achieving other things. And I think that's a complete. Uh, misconnection because again gratitude doesn't mean complacency gratitude mm. just means you're you're showing respect and appreciation for the life that you have whilst also being able to you know reach your hand out and want more for yourself but sometimes in that process you do tend to begin maybe comparing yourself with other people who have already achieved what you want to achieve or you you see that, that delta that gap between where you are and where you want to be mm. and sometimes that can cause feelings of ingratitude or you can start feeling well maybe i don't know you, you might start feeling bitter about mm -hmm. your situation as opposed to and again I, I think i've mentioned this before it's the same way that you look up to your heroes there's probably someone out there looking up to you in the same mm. way yeah so if someone if you see a lifestyle that you appreciate that they've got nice cars they've got a big house there's definitely some, you know, fresh migrant family that's looking at your your lifestyle and going, wow, you, you, you can do that. Like, mm. that's not even something that we think about. So how how do we balance our perceptions of where we are in our life, where we're going, and how we relate to other people? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me personally, um, I definitely do find myself comparing uh, myself to others, like, so many times. Like, it's like, oh, this person has this, you know. Uh, but I think the one thing that always humbles me down is I look back from where everything came from in mm. my life um, and I think back like yeah my mom and all that like how they all came to Australia and all that first and I think just looking back to that looking back to how things were when growing up it always brings me back down and I'm like alright well I need to stop being like why isn't my life like this and start being like whoa I've actually got like pretty pretty like good from where it used to be mm. um, and for me if 
I can always just relate back to like this whole little bad situation back in the day. I find that like I don't like I guess kind of get upset at how others' life is better or better yeah. than mine because mine's doing well already from back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you made a uh, you made a post on it with your photography actually when you were describing something similar to that, and that's the whole uh, like how how are you measuring fulfillment? And that's you described it as. I'm pretty sure you described it as when you're kind of reflecting back on like like you're saying where you were to where you are now and then mm. you can appreciate that in the moment because like you're saying it's easy to look ahead and say well I'm not here uh, comparing to person A, B and C but you can always at least look back to your past achievements and your past memories and go well I am growing yeah. and if I'm growing then, then that's enough and I need to appreciate that and respect that because mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're always, we're always growing, so you can always look back and appreciate that at least aspect. Yeah, always at least have that. I feel. But um, yeah, it's a. Yeah, how about yourself? What are what are your thoughts of that? Yeah, um, I think gratitude's something that's wasn't always on my radar. Mm. It's kind of come onto my radar more recently mm-hmm. because the way I see it is the present moment's kind of all you really have. Mm the life you live right at this exact second and I've always kind of been fascinated with with this idea of arriving arriving at the life that you want and is there a time when you just suddenly arrive is there a day that you wake up and you go oh this is this is everything I wanted I'm finally here and for the longest time I thought there was an arrival date that eventually you would arrive and everything would be good from that day onwards. And that was the biggest source of misery for me for so long because it was an, it was an illusion. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a phantom. It's false. There's no day that you arrive because that day will feel the same as this day does because yeah. you'll wake up and you'll still be the same person. You'll still... Yes, your material surroundings might have changed, but that won't be your source of fulfillment once you get there because it's all relative right Mm -hmm. so it's like you're walking on a treadmill it's like you finally you've walked x amount of distance and yes that distance has grown but where you are relative to you you're just it's always going to feel like you're just there so unless you can feel grateful for where you are even if you get there (laughs) you're not going to be happy when you are there yes i think happiness is a skill you learn regardless of your external situation Mm. so if you can learn to be appreciative and joyful and grateful and want to pour into the cups of the people around you and share your knowledge, share your wealth and give back to your community in that way. Well, yes, I think that's a much more sustainable way to be happy and you don't need millions of dollars to do that. Mm -hmm. You can be at any end of the spectrum. It's, it's It's as simple as, you know, on the very bottom end, sharing water with a, a, a person in your village who doesn't have water mm. is it just doing that or if you're a multimillionaire uh, something this guy hit the front page, page of reddit the other day he paid off 400 students um, college loans mm. for 40 million dollars yeah. and um, that's on that extreme end because he was a black man and he lived in a black community and all those college students went to a black college mm. and he said well I've gotten wealthy I want to give back and mm-hmm. that's how they're doing it but again it's and it's funny that you say, Luke, all the time, it's, it's not equal giving, it's equal, sac- equal sac- sacrifice. 
sorry, I butchered that. It's not equal giving, mm. it's equal sacrifice. So what half a cup of water means to one person, $40 million means yeah, to another person, right? Yeah. And I think if we were living in those lives, that would be the equal sacrifice. So what is the equal sacrifice in your life? And how can you use that as currency for gratitude and happiness as opposed to always be stretching your arms out in certain areas and yeah, potentially being disappointed because you're not where you want, where you think you should be. So me and Hendry have shared our perspectives on gratitude, but like, and I know it's not potentially something that comes natural to you Luke, mm. because it's not just knowing you personally, it's not, it's not really a conversation we've had, yeah. but I'd be interested to know what the big bad wolf uh, thinks about <laughs> thinks about something that is, you know, potential on a surface level as like woo woo yeah, as yeah. gratitude. But mm. I think it is important. I'd, I'd like to know what your thoughts yeah. are, even if you do disagree with anything. Yeah, yeah, I was similar to what you were saying. It's never been something that has been on my radar, mm. like at all, or well, not at all, but <coughs> excuse me. But um, yeah, something that has like gratitude just never been on the radar. To me, I've always just focused on. Uh, and similar to what you said, focused on the present moment and what I need to go, um, do to get to where I want to go. And that's just always been my mindset. I'm, I'm always there. It's not like I'm, and I keep busy, right? So it's not like I, I sit back and go, you know what, where I am now compared to here, I'm, I'm grateful for all these things. I obviously think that, but just me keeping busy trying to keep working to where I want to go, it's, it's not like I, I take much time to sit back and reflect. But... It really is a, uh, like you're saying, it's a type of a skill set because if you're ever feeling unhappy or you're ever feeling miserable, it's, I, I think it's a real uh, fine skill to be able to make yourself feel better because you can reflect on what you have done and what you have achieved. So, but if I think about gratitude just, just for me personally uh, and, and what I'm grateful for, similar to what you just said, um, yeah, definitely kind of my upbringing and with my mum because she sacrificed so much to raise me and my two brothers, uh, and whether that was sacrificing, yeah, her dreams or her or her health or just anything else like that. So I can I can really always reflect back on her and how she raised me and my brothers and be grateful for that 100%. And a similar mindset, like I said at the start, just the fact of whatever Gary Vee said, three three hundred trillion. Mm. I mean, just the thought of that is enough for me to go, yeah, yeah, I can. I can do something with my life and I want to do something with my life because even just existing is a blessing enough. Like mm. I, I shouldn't just, and that's a big drive for me to not just do something like very mediocre because you sit back and go, wow, do you understand how lucky you are mm-hmm. and how lucky I am? And like you said, you could be the very worst of the worst in a first world country, but you still have absolutely no idea what it's like to be in a third world country. Mm. So that perspective that I have on, on even just existing in general is, yeah, like I said, it's enough to squish my ego into place and for me to sit back and go wow this is a lot's happened and i'm grateful for just mm. even being here so i'll do what i can to help people out and yeah and in whatever way possible yeah. and um and it, and it is so powerful gratitude because insecurity i think fuels fear and mm. anger i think a lot of negative emotions that people experience if you were to boil it down to the root cause, I think it's always insecurity. Mm. So why do people get angry and mad about stuff? They get mad because they feel insecure about something. Mm. So whether 
that your family is being threatened or your financial well-being is being threatened, your social status is being threatened, that is insecurity and then we react by being angry. So it makes sense that, well, why do so many, why did so many people vote in the recent election mm. for really conservative politics that potentially wasn't friendly to migrants mm. and people who were trying to escape hardship in their country? Well, it's anger and fear towards those minorities born out of insecurity because they're looking out for their family. Yeah. And when you boil it down to that, yes, you can both sympathize with those people, but you can also see the destructive influence that insecurity has because they don't literally hate brown people or they don't mm. literally hate Asians or they don't literally hate Sudanese teens or these people who are coming across in search of a better life. That's not literally what they feel. Mm. It's the narrative their mind has painted because what they're feeling is insecurity for them, themselves and their loved ones. And what I think gratitude does is gratitude kills insecurity. Because gratitude is an emotion that when you're truly feeling grateful, you can't feel anything negative alongside it. You can't be grateful and angry at the same time. And you can't be grateful or sad or... or fearful at the same time when you're grateful that's all you feel so when you bring gratitude to the table and gratitude can squash out insecurity well then you also squash out anger and fear and hatred so if more people were grateful well then you wouldn't have so many people who yeah might, might have racist feelings mm. or discriminatory feelings or just not treating their fellow human beings with potentially the dignity and respect that they deserve mm. simply because your fear and insecurity is forcing you to think very narrow-mindedly on protecting your own whereas gratitude can expand that feeling that you have for your family but apply it to everyone right mm. so i think i think that's, that was just a powerful thought i had whilst y you were talking with mm. um i guess just to segue to the next bit it would be how do we What's a, what's a good practice or a good way to zoom out or potential ways that you guys zoom out when you are caught in your day-to-day -day lives? Because when you are just living day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. and it happens to the best of us, we get, kind of, we get caught up in that moment and we, and we start getting angry about things, we start getting stressed and anxious about stuff and it's hard to be grateful when the thing you're engaging with right now is, is causing you a, a sense of stress or causing you a, a sense of... Uh, yeah, just anxiety. So how do, how do you guys take a breath and sort of contextualize your, 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 your situation to, yes, zoom out and give yourself that, that feeling of security that sometimes we need? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, well, definitely, like, yeah. Like, you, you said it straight on, like, spot on. I mean, um, we all get so caught up in our whole daily lives and you go to uni in the city, I work in the city, you kind of like realize that everyone's just kind of like all in their own mindset where they oh, are so just you, like, so you just are so bad yeah. for just mental health and the way you feel for other people because mm -hmm. you again it's just I'm sorry for cutting you off no, I'll, 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 I'll let you get back to you're it good, you're good. Thinking, but you're it's just good. a quick little droplet it's just that there's just so many people right mm -hmm. you just get so jaded yeah about because it's easy when you're having a conversation one-on-one -on -one with a person to feel for them and feel empathetic and want the best for them. But when you're surrounded by 
thousands and thousands of people and I don't know you just get so (laughs) irrationally angry and annoyed at all these people that are in your way when in reality you're in their way as well everybody's in each other's way and I think that's the the epitome of the selfish mindset where you are at the center of the universe and everything around you is just in your way Mm I'll let you continue. It's just like no, but that was, the that frustrations was, of city life. Yeah. It is, yeah. I definitely can relate to that. Um, but uh, pretty much it's like, you, I, I don't know, I find myself getting so caught up in all these things that like the little things like you were saying, like people walking too slow, that kind mm-hmm. of like annoys yeah, yeah. me and I'm just like, oh, can you please walk past them? <laughs> or it's like um, the train is like delayed and I'm like, man, like, what is wrong with our train system? But what I find is, yeah, like going back to the past or something like relating back to that uh, traveling helped me mm. in my mindset to be very thankful and fortunate to be able to travel in as well um, but the one thing I find that really helps is that I shouldn't be taking all these things for granted because there's others who want the same lifestyle that I have right now like there's others that want to be able to go to school there's others that want to you know catch the train to go somewhere and it's like I need to take a step back and actually reflect on how my current situation is and how good my current situation is to be able to, you know, appreciate all the little things like, oh, this train's delayed. Oh, that's all right. Like, mm. another one's, it'll, it'll come soon. Mm. Or oh, it's like, this person's walking too slow. Maybe, you know, they can't walk any faster or so. And it's like, mm. I have to understand that I shouldn't be so caught up in my head mm. that, like, Oh, like you should be walking faster because yeah. it's like your people can't like yeah, you can't yeah, control yeah. way a yeah, person yeah. walks or something. Um, and like yeah, like traveling helped me so much. It's like um, visiting all these different situations, like countries. I mean, and seeing how others have it there, and then how I have it back here. I'm like, well, like we have it so good here that mm-hmm. like I sh- shouldn't take anything for granted. Um, in back home, but. I think for me, just this might just be me kind of thing. I really like cars and all that, so going for a drive really clears my head. Mm. Um, really kind of like helps me get caught up in my brain and kind of like debunk everything that's mm. kind of like meshed up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and, sure. and what's annoying you? And then, then that's what uh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. But not driving. So for one, I think you nailed it. So traveling is always one and we, we always talk about it and that's just because it's so powerful and every young person needs to do it because straight away your mindset changes mm. and you can appreciate so much things about where you currently are if you travel to a third world country or another country that might not be doing so well it doesn't have to be yeah completely third world you could just go to certain certain countries on how they operate and maybe they don't have a training system maybe they have a worse training si- system than metro yeah. Which I mean, you might not believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, and and you just you just see it a bit differently. But um, so I think traveling is one. But to answer your question, Ali, I think you need to have a a hobby or an outlet to escape because. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it, it's the city, right? So the city is the definition of you in you're just in that rat race. Everyone's like you're saying you're in the center, and there's trillions of people just bumping into you and annoying you, and you're doing the same to them because it's so heavily populated mm. so you, you can't escape it and you can't escape a lot of things you can't escape going to your job or sitting in that office being surrounded in that cubicle you can't escape um, yeah serving that food if that's your job or, or going to university you can't escape those things because they're just part of the way the world works and it's part of what you need to do to 
yeah, have an income to take care of your family or whatever, um, whatever means necessary. Mm. So the the ability to there's a little puppy crying. <laughs> the ability to um, or the like the 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 need to actually find a hobby or an escape. And it could be simple. So for me, I, I'd say I'd have two. So if I was really feeling under the pump, uh, I'd love to just go hiking mm. because that's the definition of escaping that because it's the complete opposite of being in the city. Mm. So if you're hiking, if you're camping, and you're just away from the world, mm. and you're just like looking at a fire yeah. at night, which is like one of the best things yeah, to yeah. do. You're just, yep. you're just chilling there. Yeah. You might be chilling there with a couple of people. You might even be by yourself, but you got nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, for me, that's probably, I probably have two, but even just sitting there at night looking at a fire, you're 100% in the moment mm. and you're just like in a trance in that moment. So you're appreciating it and you're grateful for, for that moment. Whereas if you're at your job, you're not in the moment. You're mm. thinking about the past, present, future, yeah. the job, yeah. Yeah. this, that, because there's, there's nothing else to think about. Or you're bored <laughs> yeah. or for whatever reason. But if you're out there, yeah, summer's night, um, fire going, just looking at a fire or just talking to the person next to you, um, that's, that's when it kicks in and that's mm. when that uh, present awareness kicks in. Mm. And I know you talk about it a lot and I wouldn't mind you diving into uh, that meditation aspect side of it, mm. which you might have been thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> but then my next one as well is then, so if it's not hiking, then that's when I'm saying you've got to capture a hobby because then mine would be, yeah, like boxing or martial arts or, or just something like that where I could just shut the world out, listen to some music or just chill out, go into my garage and just like let loose on the boxing bag, just chill yeah. out, be in my own world a bit. And then that's just such meditation and that's just so relaxing for me and then I get to escape mm. so I think traveling and having an outlet I think they're crucial yeah and I'm glad you did mention how certain things that you do do give you that present moment awareness mm. because to me that's potentially the biggest thing I've implemented in my life to redirect in terms of where my mental state was going and where mm-hmm. my yeah, emotional state and just my overall well-being. Whether that is through meditation or other ways, you can generate present moment awareness. Uh, it's very cliche when you, when you talk about it because, to me, the you could yeah die at any moment or any mm-hmm. moment could be your last. So, yeah. to me, it's well, what do you want your last moment to be? Because the moment that you have now is basically all you ever had because and it's a bit abstract but the way I see it is that the past doesn't really exist mm. because the past it's, it's just a memory right there's yeah. it, it was there but you and it gets a bit philosophical so hopefully it's not too heavy but <laughs> in the, the past is it could have just been fabricated you know mm. it could have just been like maybe you were just created right now and your whole entire past was just a memory that was uploaded into you mm. so you don't even know if that's real or not so the past is just, it's, it's, it exists in your head. There's no physical indication of the past ever. Mm, the past is only it. ever mm. in your head. So, and the past is never in the moment. So mm. the past for, as far as we're concerned, doesn't truly exist. Mm. And the future doesn't exist either because it hasn't happened yet. You can have plans, but those plans don't exist. You, you have a birthday in a month or in a, in a couple of weeks, that birthday doesn't exist because Again, that's that's in the future. It, there's no guarantee that the future will even ever come to be. Mm. So if the past doesn't exist in the present, 
I mean, the, the past doesn't exist and the future doesn't <laughs> exist. And the only thing that's really left that you have is the mm. present. And the present moment is only like, you only experience it in one millisecond slices. So mm. all you ever really have is that one millisecond. And that's your whole entire universe, that mm. one millisecond. So what do you want that one millisecond to consist of? Mm. And you see, and what gives me the biggest sense of sadness is when you'll be driving down the freeway or something or down a road and you see someone accidentally get cut off to the side of you and you look into their car and they're just they're alone in their car but they're just screaming and they're, mm-hmm, yeah. they're yelling and no one can hear them and they are alone in their misery and their anger doesn't impact the person that cut them off they're mm-hmm. just living their life whatever they mm-hmm. might be in a rush you don't know as you said they might be going slow because they, they can't go fast mm-hmm. maybe this person is driving weird because they're in a terrible accident as a child and they're just even scared to be behind the wheel and they just made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But you, in your car, alone in your eternal misery, in that one millisecond, that's how you decided to spend it. Mm. And that's, that's on you. That's not on anyone else. That's yeah. not on the world around you. Because again, you can't control the world around you. You mm-hmm. can't make that person walk faster. Yeah. So you, alone, in, in your center of your universe, you decided that in your last moment on earth, <laughs> you were just going to be really angry mm-hmm. and sad. Yeah. And that's just, to me... It's just lame. <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> because, and, and you guys know me personally, it's so hard to get me angry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys don't even know what I look like angry. Because no, I can't even take And even, again, we've only reconnected recently, but my friends who I've stayed connected with throughout my whole life, they, most of them have never seen me angry. Because to me, anger is just pointless. It's useless. Like, yes, it has, yes, being engage and sometimes you might have to speak up for yourself but speaking up for yourself and being assertive is not the same as being angry you can be assertive and take care of you and your loved ones without having to be angry about it anger to me is just a useless emotion it's just it it doesn't impact anyone well it it can impact other people destructively but at the end of the day it's just impacting you the worst because Mm -hmm. that's how you decide to spend your last minute so to me if you are always living in that present moment and it's hard, but you at least make the attempt, yep. well then you can choose what that present moment's gonna be. Yeah. And if, that's all, if we're saying that present moment is all you ever have, well then you get to choose what your life is like. And that's the most powerful thing, because again, you can listen to all these self-help gurus that will say, oh, listen to my five-step program and you'll, you'll become <laughs> a millionaire, or invest in this, or do this, buy this property. That, that's confusing, and that's hard. Yeah. And that takes a lot of energy to work out. What doesn't take a lot of energy to work out and almost the biggest mm-hmm. self-help mm. get rich quick trick that that really is it's just <laughs> this is all you have right now this mm. is your life yeah i'm deciding to be happy bang like my whole life is happy mm. yeah. and that doesn't mean that each little millisecond slice that you go through will always be happy but if on average you can make that decision mm-hmm. your life was good <laughs> and you weren't alone in that car yelling you were understanding you were, you were grateful mm-hmm. you were you you had that awareness and understanding that it's not about you but yeah. because it's not about you that's empowering because you get to decide what your life gets to be yeah. well i don't know if you um you saw that we, we just posted something on uh ig just just a second ago which was yeah you can't change your yeah environment but you can always change how you react to it mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you're talking about because and, then, and honestly, like you're saying, I think you've nailed it when you're saying it's the biggest hack that you can do because that's where every young person goes wrong because they're, 
Uh, and you did a speech on it, and you could pr- probably talk about it much better than I can, but I'll steal some of your words. But <laughs> a lot of young people, all they're thinking about is, is that past, right? Mm. You mentioned it. Uh, you talk about how people are thinking about, oh, that awkward encounter that people had, or that time where you're meant to speak in front of the class, but you fumble your words, so now you're forever living in that moment. And every single time someone talks to you every time you have a chance to do public speaking every single time you try not ask a, a guy or a girl out you're just always thinking on oh damn remember that time where yeah. I stuffed up my words yeah. and yeah. that's always haunting you and that's why you can never even live in the moment yeah. because you're forever stuck and so and I'm huge on that so I even without realising I'd say I, I do a lot of that present day yeah. living because to me I think there's nothing worse than when you make, well, there's plenty of things worse, but I think it's such a bad habit to have when you make your past your anchor. And like, sure, stuff happens to you that you can't control and stuff happens to you that you can control and you just made a mistake. But if, if you're making that your anchor, then you're forever just stuck. Yeah. And you're not, like you're saying, you can't be happy in the moment because for you, your moment is the past. Yeah. Like that's where you're living. Yeah. And it's so hard to escape. Yeah. Um, well, pretty much, like, you guys, like, just summed it up so perfectly. That's <laughs> for words right now. No, um, but really, it's it's just, like, yeah, living in that present moment. And if you can be grateful for, you know, whatever your life is at that present moment, then you can't really go wrong. Yeah. And I think another thing is, it's just, like, showing gratitude to others is what you were speaking about earlier. Mm. It's, like, being in this present moment and you choosing to understand or you choosing to be happy and like you should spread that to others and you know like if someone else could be having us a, a bad day and like mm. if just a little conversation or something can actually cheer them up and then they'll spread it it's all like this whole recoil effect mm. um and i think that's just so powerful in the sense that like as humans like we can impact one another to have like a better day or to have a better life like you can mm. say one thing to a person you can change their life forever but and, it, and also just to come back a little bit of going back to what you're saying or people being angry and all that half the time when you're angry you don't even remember the thing you're angry yeah, about yeah. so what's the point in being angry it's like be grateful for what you have be happy and just mm. understand how things are in life yeah and to me grateful is the opposite of anger because mm. if you're saying you can be angry about stuff you don't even remember yeah the, the opposite of that is just great gratitude because it doesn't matter what you're grateful for mm. as long as you're fulfilling gratitude for something mm. then that has a lasting impact on your life so you can be seeing red that's like mm. anger that's what they describe it as you're yeah. seeing red because yeah. it's kind of tinted your whole entire everything is just <laughs> angry so you just say things you don't mean yeah you, you just unleash you're just completely ruthless but then when your gratitude it's the same thing it rather than seeing red you're just seeing rose-tinted reality you just everything's great yeah and it doesn't matter so you can pick which one you want and to me that one sounds a lot better like you're telling me that i can just be happy and nothing in my life has to change yeah and that's in that speech i briefly mentioned it it's the difference between happiness by pursuit and happiness by design Mm. because happiness by pursuit is yeah you're waiting for that this kind of brings it back to the start of our conversation. You're waiting for the house, you're waiting for the car, mm-hmm. you're waiting for the, the Victoria's Secret model to be a wife, like you're mm-hmm. waiting for all these things, right? And mm-hmm. when those things come, those will probably not be the things that make your life worth living. Yeah. Like those things will give you 
the short-term little boost of uh, endorphins in your brain and you'll feel great for a week, a month, a year, but then after that, it's back, everything always comes back to baseline. Yeah. So your external environment isn't what's gonna dictate it, it's always gonna be internally by design. It's mm -hmm. what can I do within myself to live a happy life, not yeah. what can I do to my environment to make it so I can be happy, it's what can I do to myself and create happiness in me. Yeah. I think if you can master that process, well then, you've mastered life. Like yeah, there's, there's nothing mm -hmm. else left to do. Yep. And, then that, and that doesn't mean, again, that doesn't mean complacency. Mm. That doesn't mean that you just sit there cross-legged meditating mm -hmm. and the world's on fire and, and your <laughs> loved ones are starving because <laughs> you didn't go to work because you're too busy meditating. Like, like that, that's not what it means. Yeah. It, don't get caught up in that, that contradiction. It's, mm. you, you stay in the present moment and you're grateful. But that doesn't mean you have to be complacent. You can yeah. be grateful for what you have, but still desire more for your loved ones. Mm -hmm. And then desire isn't inherently bad as long as you're grateful to begin with. Yeah. I think desire becomes destructive when you're not originally grateful because then that's when it opens up the gap and that's when it creates this distance between who you are, where you are, yeah. and who you want to be, where you want to be. Mm. If you can be grateful first, then stretch out your hand kind of pay your dues, be respectful, mm -hmm. be grateful for your life, and then ask for more. Yeah. Then that's, I think, the sustainable way to do it. If you're asking for more always without being grateful for what you have, well then no matter how much you get, mm -hmm. it's never gonna make you happy. We all get caught up in like, the monetary value, the materialistic things, mm -hmm. but when we are grateful for what we have in life, and when we chase happiness, you can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. Because, at that point, if you're chasing, if you're just being grateful for what you have and chasing happiness over the monetary value and the materialistic things, when you get those things, they're not going to matter. Mm. Like, they're not going to matter anything because you're happy and grateful for how your life is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got three things I need to say before you just make me forget. Uh, so <laughs> one, I want you to, uh, so because we keep referring to the speech, I wouldn't mind you talking about uh, to those listening on, on the podcast that example you used with the red Mustang. Right, right, right. So rem remember yeah, that before yeah, you forget. Yeah. And you can check out, you know, the full full speech on the Instagram page. Did <laughs> you cut up for us? Uh, plug, well, plug, YouTube. Plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, but two things then I did want to talk about, uh, and it's going to be here and here and what we were talking about since we're, we're shooting through these rapid topics. But one, another part, for me with the gratitude and you were talking about how you're expressing gratitude towards other people right so one way that i express expression i show it is if people have and show loyalty to me because uh, you know me I'm, I'm huge on it so if someone can be loyal to you and really if you need something or you can ask something and they and they're loyal to that degree where they wouldn't even question it you or question it and if you're asking you need something to be done or if they can do something or or anything like that and their loyalty is so strong they're like yeah yeah i'll, I'll take care um, i'll take care of that or i'll take care of you then I, I they're the people i'm truly grateful for and then that's when i'll do everything in my power to make sure that they're looked after or to make sure their family's looked after because that loyalty aspect is so important to me then that's when i go yeah i will 100 i'm forever grateful for you yeah. uh, and no matter how much time passes if you've even shown that loyalty in the past, then yeah, I'll always be there regardless. Mm. And the other one was what we were talking about right at the start when we're just talking about kind of the perspective to it all and how you think and perceive uh, gratitude to be. And 
there was a real because we were talking about happiness right there was I love this quote about happiness and that's that happiness is a lot like a glass window and it just so happens to be that we can see through this stuff <laughs> yeah. so it's like well what do you see when you look outside and I know you just can't I see this but what do you see when you look out there and it's like oh I can see grass I can see yeah a shed I can see a fence and this is where people's uh, perception of happiness is warped a lot because happiness is like a glass window meaning the fact that if you were to adjust your eyes then you see the glass in the window mm. and it's always there and you can always see it but not many people do because they're too focus busy on, what's on the other yeah, side yeah they focus on the wrong thing hmm. and that's like a camera and your eyes are like a camera where if you're looking outside a glass window you'll see the trees you'll see the people but hmm. it's always been in front of you the whole time and that is happiness it's just your perception towards happiness hmm. is the difference yeah so take us through uh, <laughs> the uh, I can't remember what um, the burr do you remember the wording I can't remember what it was called um Bardemain or something like that? Oh, yeah, Bardemainhof. Yeah, Bardemainhof, that's it. Yeah, there's this, uh, I guess, phenomenon that Bardemainhof, you probably, most people haven't heard of it, Mm. but we've all experienced it Mm. to some degree. And it's when you get exposed to a new piece of information for the first time and then suddenly you start start seeing it everywhere. Mm. So the the example I used was the example of a red mustang. So say if you're flipping through a magazine, Henry, and you see this ad, like full cover spread of like this red Mustang and it just looks sick and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. How, how good is this? And you close the magazine and I don't know, you're oh. in the city and it's time to come back home. So you're coming home, you're on the tram or you're on the train and out on the freeway you see like six red Mustangs and you go, <laughs> what, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, why is there, like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen six red Mustangs all month. Yep. my whole life but today after looking at that magazine there's suddenly six yeah well what's going on and what I, get, I think the inclination is to think that well now that you just you just think that oh there's just suddenly appearing everywhere like, what's going on this is crazy the, re- the reality is is that those mustangs were always driving past you for months and years mm-hmm. it's just that now that you your mind paid attention to it now it's always looking for it in your environment yeah. so it's become something that's on your mind so to me, I use that metaphor for gratitude as well, because if you practice gratitude in the same way that those red cars would have been invisible to you, you could have just walked one, you could have been walking right next to one down the street and you wouldn't have seen it because your mind was just, your mind's eye was blind to it. Yeah. It just wasn't something you were paying attention to. But now that your mind's eye is paying attention to it, it's not even what's in front of your eyes, it's what's in your environment that you're actually paying attention to. So if you practice gratitude, it's the same thing. It's suddenly you start seeing reasons to be grateful and you might go well, what's all this my life is so good how did this happen yeah. but <laughs> it's not that your life got better in the same way that there's not literally more red cars on the road it's just that you're paying attention now so suddenly oh there's so many so many things to be grateful for in the same way that those cars were invisible before your mind's eye was searching for them reasons to be happy were invisible too and that's like the saddest thing because it's there, it's in your life. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have it actively scanning in your mind. And once you do that through gratitude, well then, yeah, your, your life, not only on an intellectual level where you're saying, oh, I'm gonna be grateful for this and this and this, it's actually something that's embodied and you can feel it and you say, wow, actually, damn, I am so grateful for this. There yep. is a lot going on. The sun is shining brighter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but yeah, <laughs> gratitude happened. Thanks for tuning in to the Prometheus podcast, where we aim to bring the fire 
back to the people. 